welcome back to the Mystery Pirates, where each week we investigate the mysteries of the universe, scouring the soul and hunting for the treasure of life. I'm Chris. I'm Topher. And this week we are going to be having a look at the wide topic, it's a big topic, of astrology. Let's just talk Western astrology for now, right? We're not going to go too deep into all of the different kinds and all of that kind of stuff. We're just talking about our perception and what we've learned, what we're investigating when it comes to how we see astrology here in the Western world. We will get into different kinds of astrology and other cultures and interpretations, but right now, for the purposes of this episode, we're going to talk about Western astrology, which is things like your horoscope, it's things like your sun sign and your birth chart and Taurus and rising, ascending something or other, etc, etc. So, it's a really big topic for me personally. I am a tarot reader, so astrology plays a big part in terms of some of the messages that I interpret and how I interpret those messages. I take into consideration people's signs and their birth chart when I am reading for them. If I have that information, it's a really useful part of being able to accurately read for somebody uh, when it comes to uh, psychic readings and spiritual advising and things like that. But I would like to talk about, first of all, kind of how we started with astrology, because everything that I just said to you, (laughs) listener, I used to be 180 degrees, the exact opposite way of thinking. (laughs) So, Chris, for you personally, how did you not grow up with astrology, but before you started learning and investigating, what was your perception? There were just little bits and bobs I really knew about astrology. It was kind of like the idea of a sundial for me. It felt somewhat ancient and practical at the same time, that it was a tool for people to be uh, using, somewhat like a compass or a navigation kind of thing. Yeah. And I, I say navigation because it was always that kind of relationship to the stars. Look at the stars and you will see Pleiades. Look mm-hmm. at the stars and you will see Leo. You will see... See uh, these signs and these signs. Yeah, well, people used to literally navigate by the stars. Certainly, us as mystery pirates, we navigate the, the dark shadows of night via the stars, right? Mm-hmm. Let the stars be your guide. That used to be the thing that I always heard growing up. They say, follow the North Star. It's always directional, isn't it? Something the stars give us direction, give us something to look towards, something to look out for. And for a long time, too, I thought it was something that was not so much of an interior sort of search, but rather an exterior sort of search, kind of to unpuzzle the mystery of the universe or the solar system or what's out there. Yeah. That sort of thing. Well, as far as I was concerned, I had a very mixed approach. Like, externally, I was very much in the understanding of how can there only be 12 uh, signs? How can there only be 12 star signs? There is billions of people on the planet. What, there's only 12 kinds of people? No, there isn't just 12 kinds of people. This makes no sense. I had a very logical, linear, black and white view of it. However, I did have this inner kind of curiosity and wonder. I wanted there to be something about it. Kind of how people see things with maybe aliens. For the majority of us, we can kind of believe logically that there must be some other kind of beings in this giant massive expanse of universe right but it's more of just a hope we're not necessarily we don't see anything there's no proof but we still have this kind of thing inside of us where oh, it would be really cool if there was aliens i was like that with astrology with horoscopes where no it can't be there's only 12 there's not 12 kinds of people but secretly i was 
Oh, I wish there was something about it, though, because I feel like it resonates. But I did have this approach. Mm -hmm. You can look at a map of Taurus, you can look at a map of Virgo, and you can find things in there that resonate with you, where you go, oh, yeah, that's me. Oh, that's totally me. Oh, that's totally me. So I understand what people are saying when it comes to there can't just be 12 kinds of people. And some of that also kind of translated with myself also, just the idea that there were just 12 signs. Yeah. And that you ver you fit into a very linear kind of sign if you were one way or another. I yeah. had no idea. The un idea that I am a Cancer and I am the empathetic one and the emotional one, I do have those qualities. Yeah. But at the same time, I also have the material kind of me that likes shiny things uh, yeah. my inner taurus uh if if you will yeah you there's different yeah exactly it's something that people maybe certainly myself was not grasping initially was that there is so much more to this it's not just you are this that's what you are and that's who you are so that leads us into the zodiac in general there are 12 zodiacs now we don't have to refer to them as zodiacs because obviously that is a very specific way of looking at them that is not necessarily western the zodiacs i believe are they're an eastern oh, concept eastern. and we will go into that kind of astrology at a later date but right now zodiacs for in this sense we're talking about your star signs it's actually really interesting right now because i'm currently teaching you all of these so would you like to reel them off uh yeah absolutely in any uh, way or can... form you would like to yeah so uh i can go by uh the very order of the signs go uh, for it aries taurus gemini cancer leo which is you virgo you got it <laughs> libra <laughs> yeah scorpio sagittarius so close just three more <laughs> There's always one that stumbles you up. Yeah, it's always near the end too. Uh, Capricorn, Aquarius, and then Pisces. Yes, congratulations. <laughs> one gold star. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we have the 12 star signs split into different sections. I always knew that. Fire, Earth, Air, and Water. Um, and they sort of go in a various order. I didn't really know what the days were or the dates were. It confused me that it would go from the middle of the month to the next middle of the month. Like, why can't you just go for all of February and all of March? And I had all of these questions that were just like, it makes no logical sense. Ugh. So yeah, 12 star signs, 12 different kinds of people. So usually what we'll do, we'll look up what uh, we call a horoscope, which is some kind of predictive text, not predictive text on your phone, but some kind of predictive information of what is coming today, this week, this month, this year, etc. And the first thing that we'll do, or the only thing that we'll do, is we'll look up our sun sign. The one that we know that we have, the one that we are aware of. It's one of those things where star signs and astrology are so imbued into society that even somebody who doesn't necessarily believe in or have anything to do with the concept, I could show them the star signs and they will already know that they exist. They'll know Aries is Aries. They'll know Leo. They'll know Libra. They'll know the words at least, right? Because it's, it's prevalent in our society, but it's kind of almost like taken somewhat as a joke, which I find fascinating that it's so accepted that it's in newspapers and it's just on the website and it's it's there, but at the same time, it's not taken seriously. It's it's shrugged off as something that is not real. It's almost this weird, skewed fictional reality that we live in. And you see it between people too, especially when I know their birth chart and we're going over the signs and I saw one person and I said, 
hey, that's a Gemini, definitely. And then I saw another person and said, that person seems more like a Scorpio, but they're not born within the Scorpio frame. So it kind of made me reevaluate how to see exactly. astrology. Because the first thing that we'll do, or the first thing we'll know about someone, or rather the only thing we'll know about ourselves or someone, is their sun sign. It's not that it's the least important, but it's just there's so much more that makes up who you are when it comes to astrology and your birth chart. You are not just one sign. You're an amalgamation, mm -hmm. a concoction of different signs that affect your life in different ways, yeah. in different aspects aspects of your life. They'll affect your life at different speeds, at different rates. They'll teach you different things. You will be strong at certain things in certain areas of life and not so good at other things in other areas of life. And your birth chart can tell you all of these different kinds of things. It's a, an astrological fingerprint, like a snowflake. It's unique specifically to you in every tiny little detail. As soon as I had that understanding, my entire perception of astrology completely changed. And all of a sudden I understood who I was, why I am the way I am and why I work the way that I do. Because I suddenly realized I am not just a Leo. I'm just, that's just the most obvious thing that I am. You should see my hair. You can hear it in my voice. You, I mean, you know what She's I'm like when I'm singing Absolutely. and I'm dancing. and But all of my intricacies and the way I work behind the scenes and how I view the world inside my head, inside my heart, inside my soul, those things are hidden. And I had to go into my birth chart. I had to analyze and break it down and really truly come to grips with, oh my gosh, I am so much more than just this one thing. There is not just 12 different kinds of people. There are 7.5 billion people and every single one of them is a freaking individual gem of amazingness. <laughs> your sun is not necessarily what you are magnetized towards or what you're... No, it's just who you, the most obvious version of you. Mm -hmm. It's the you that you are on the surface. It's the you that you are on the packaging. It's what you sell on your label to the outside world. And that's it. That's all it is. So for the most part, depending on what energy we're in and what we're going through in life and what state that we're in, are we in an emotional state? Are we in a mental state? Are we in a spiritual state? A different, different placement is going to resonate with us. Your sun sign isn't going to resonate with you for the most part. For the most part, it will be your moon sign or your rising sign or some other aspect. But there's information. It's just there's information everywhere, all over it, right? You are not just one thing by any means. You are just a beautiful concoction of universe's creative energy. Like, you're so special and unique. And I wish people understood this. And it can be diversified also if you look at your birth chart specifically, if you look at just the time that you were born, the date that you were born, all of those different factors. We had two different readings for me because I got the date of the No, the well, of I did it. <laughs> I did it. So I did your birth chart. You had the time right, but I thought you were born the same year as me. So we both put the same year, but it turned out you were born the year before me. All of a sudden, everything about you made so much more sense. <laughs> like I was just like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. You are, this is who you are. Oh. I understood so much more about you. So many more <laughs> things made so much more sense. And yeah. it was just from changing that one time, that one, it was a year's difference. It made me feel better, especially since we're just getting to know each other romantically. And you're saying, who are you on the first reading? <laughs> that was 
<laughs> not exactly what I was hoping, but no, it was a good time, who are you? It was a good one. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was a good one. It wasn't absolutely. like who are you? Like get out of my life. It was just more like seriously, who are you? Because you just popped up like this. Are you some kind of magic or something or other? Seriously, this is crazy. I love. I just love doing birth charts for people because I'm just like, oh my gosh, I can tell you so much more about yourself, and oh, we can get this life working for you in a way that you never imagined possible. Yeah, it's an intrinsic way to peel back the layers. It's not it's not a surface shallow kind of thing like some of the online quizzes of what character do you most resemble or yeah, anything no, like it's that. Just, again, it's so linear. It's like a flow chart. You, did you say yes or no? And then you go down to the next one. Yes or no? It's, it just doesn't work like that. It's, it's so much more intricate and detailed. Just like the stars in the sky. The stars that we see in the sky at night are 5% of the freaking sky, right? Like that's how much we actually can consider conceive of on this planet it's kind of the same with your birth chart if you're just reading your sun sign you are only seeing five percent of that starry sky it's crazy to hear myself say it because before i was the kind of person who was just like nope i wanted to believe it but no it's not possible it's ridiculous well for the both of us i think it just took a little bit of research or cross comparison in my case because for me it was saying oh well i don't know if this is exactly my sign let me cross compare with other signs and for me, it was kind of cross-comparing with the Chinese zodiac, which again, we'll go into at a later date, but it, it was the year of the sheep. And that definitely coincided with my cancer sign in a lot of ways. It didn't answer all the questions, but it kind of put an idea of, okay, this is technically where you're supposed to be, or this is your grounded state. Also, I was a huge science person. I mean, I still am. I freaking love science. And now that I'm kind of on the other side after like a spiritual enlightenment, shall we call it? Like I can see now where I'm just like, oh my gosh spirituality and science and source energy and all of that stuff is actually the same thing isn't that crazy how it's the same thing i'm looking at science and i'm getting the answer and then i look at spirituality and i get the same answer (gasps) oh that's just so i love when that happens because i'm like science why are you trying to pretend like you ain't magic for you're the most magical thing about this planet it's just we call it science instead of science is magic science is just incredible things happening and it not being able to say why it's happening and then spirituality comes in with reasoning and meaning and purpose behind something and suddenly you have why which should make the both of them very codependent on uh, each other in some way shape or form they are both asking the same question they're both telling the same story two different newspapers reporting on the same news i suppose on some level it is a little strange sometimes as far as spirituality is concerned with science is because science, you have the pencil and the paper, you have all the tangible uh, little yeah. tools and things at your display. Spirituality is a lot more innate, and this is something that I still work on to yeah. this day, is just the ability to listen to my gut feeling and listen to my spirit yeah. and go with the first instinct that is your innate self. You'll learn to pick up the signs scientifically and spiritually over time and make them coincide together. Science is uh, tangible. The science can prove things. It has evidence. It has tangible something or other that you can hold or smell or see or hear. Some kind of result. Spirituality, it has an effect, but it's harder for us to gain that feeling of something actually happening because nothing is happening in front of us, right? There's the difference between, like they say, if you're going to go into a meditation, the person who assumes nothing will happen, nothing will happen. The person who assumes something will happen, something will happen. And it's because of the the mindset, it's the reality. Oh, sorry, cat's going crazy. 
He's embracing his inner lion. But yeah, science has more of a an outcome, a result, something tangible. Spirituality has results, but because you can't necessarily see them straight away on the surface, we as humans interpret that as no results. <laughs> this 3D world is just so 3D. <laughs> also just getting past uh, some of the stereotypes, especially when it comes to things like meditation. It's not just uh, someone sitting cross-legged going, um... I mean, there are elements of that for certain things, but it's something that I think we as Westerners kind of approached. We saw it once and we said, huh, that's what meditation is. Yeah. But there is much more to that. Again, everyone is individually so specifically unique that we all would have our own way of meditating. We would end up with the same result, but some people, they need a guided meditation. Some people can just use music. Some people need silence. Some people need to close their eyes. Some people need to stare at a wall. Personally, myself, I can do it when I'm on the train or if I'm walking and I'd just be meditating practically the whole, I would start understanding things. Things would just become clearer. You don't have to be sat cross-legged face to the sky, you know? It's so many different ways. As many people as there are, there are that many ways of doing it. And astrology really brought that home. Now I realize is about the complete individuality and uniqueness of you specifically. It's all part of a set of tools. Mm -hmm. Meditation is a tool. The star signs. All of these things are tools in their own uh, separate ways. So put separately, there's not much to think about. Put together, you start to see the bigger whole. Yeah. You start to see more of the puzzle and you start to see not just what star signs are, but also how it relates in your own experience. You might have a completely different experience than myself or Topher. It's going to be different colors for you, different yeah. shades, different approaches. I speak things vocally. Not everyone will. A lot of the way things I see things is usually through, you know, weird references, whether it's, it's usually movies or cartoons. A lot of it is Simpsons. And there will be a, a frame, uh, a moment, something that Homer Simpson said or something that SpongeBob SquarePants did that will all, like will make sense. Oh, that's just like the time that he said this or that this happened. And I can totally see how this is applying to whatever sort of is going on right now. I used to think that I was doing things wrong. Like, is it wrong that I'm getting things, messages and understandings through cartoons, through movie lines and pop culture references? And the answer is absolutely not. <laughs> it's just me personally and how I work. Now I am able to now pass this information on through myself onto other people and they understand as well. Cause everyone's freaking watched The Simpsons and this, you know, seen SpongeBob or whatever. Everyone knows what I'm talking about when I'm talking about these things and it helps them to understand. Oh my gosh, it's so amazing to watch the fog clear behind someone's eyes when they turn to you and they're like, oh my gosh, yes, I know exactly what you mean now. I can see it so, and I'm like, yes. Oh, I'm doing my job. I love my job. <laughs> this is the greatest job in the world. Just feeling their energy just lighten the moment that they gain that understanding. And that's personally how I do it, which is not wrong. I don't have to prove it anymore. I don't feel like I have to explain to anyone why I get things and see things and hear things the way that I do. It's just my interpretation. Nobody else is meant to do it like I am. Mm -hmm. You yourself are the interpreter, the translator. Yes. To your own charts. Exactly. Really. And not everyone needs to learn astrology. Not everyone needs to know all of the ins and outs and needs to be as adept or in-depth 
as, as other people, you know, you can have your birth chart done by somebody. But the point is, is I really, really recommend whether you know your time of birth or not. It's free on the internet. You can just type in on Google. I do them myself personally. You can check out my uh, Facebook page, Polara Spirit, where um, I do loads of readings and I do birth chart analysis show because I'm a spiritual detective. I want to solve <laughs> people's spiritual cases. Come to me with your spiritual dilemmas. Let me work on my magic. But I really recommend your birth chart will give you so much more insight, especially if you can get someone to break it down for you and really analyze it. You're going to understand yourself on a whole new level. And I feel like for me, it is all about uh, taking the known world, taking the spiritual elements in a way that people can look at these things and see their world a different way. See the material world, but also see the immaterial that lights that fire within yeah. them, that creates the color that they see. I mean, effectively, it's like a blueprint. If I could give you, the listener, a blueprint of exactly how your life works, how you interact with this world when it comes to work, love, money, family spirituality, everything. If I could give you a blueprint of exactly how, I mean, wouldn't that be amazing? That is essentially what your birth chart is. A detailed in-depth birth chart analysis is like being given a blueprint. Okay, push this button and you will get these things. I love it so much. Mm -hmm. So as a student of astrology, like how would you say the processes of learning and your, your perception changing over this period of study? I kind of see it as a as a changing puzzle with a lot of different parts and patterns. I always loved studying patterns and parts, not literally focusing on what each pattern means, but also just seeing how the patterns connect. There's a lot of different ways that I feel that astrology kind of communicates things. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's always different. It's always new. I didn't go into it memorizing the astrology signs in general. Yeah. I just followed my general intuition and then figured out the specifics along the way. I still am. But that doesn't discourage me. It's not a placement test that you have to study, study hard, and then uh, see if you're fully fluent in astrology. You don't have that pressure. You can just focus on the things that you want to manifest and also just kind of interiorly look at who you are. Exactly, yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head by saying that you kind of let your intuition run with it. As, I'm ta as I've been talking to you about, for example, oh, uh, tell me about Virgo or something, you already have your own picture, al allowing yourself to already have your own picture in your mind that you can attach that to because the universe is talking to you through that person. For me, when I think of Virgo specifically, I think of uh, my best friend and I think of Carl Pilkington, who are two people who are so screamingly in your face Virgoan. Obviously, they have a many, many other traits about them. But there is so much about a Virgo and I'm just like, that is Carl Pilkington to a T. So now when I approach something in a Virgoan energy or I meet someone with a Virgoan energy or something resonates with me in a Virgoan, I will immediately think of what Carl Pilkington means to me, which is, by the way, a great deal of things. We are gonna have to do a whole episode on KP just by himself, okay? Mm -hmm. Well, he has quite the draw. He asks questions. Exactly. You hit the nail on the head by saying that you got your own interpretations, your own intuitive interpretations, and then you you sort of delve into it and look into it, and you're like, those things yeah. kind of just fit already what you were thinking. Mm -hmm. You allow the information to come to you. Exactly. 
a Capricorn is Don Draper to me, and you always uh, envision Capricorn yeah. as the business suit CEO. Type. Yeah, yeah. So the it, it CEO. perfectly. Pristine white shirts and black gelled hair. We're both getting the same vibe, but we see two different things. This is absolutely the right way to approach this kind of thing. Go with what you already are feeling about the different aspects, not only of the star signs, but also of your planet placements. You know, what does the sun mean when it comes to your energy? Do you see a certain person when I say to you Venus? Do you get a certain feeling or energy or movie playing in your head when I say Mars? Do you get a certain colour? Do you get a certain animal? Do you see a planet? Do you see a painting? There are many ways to look at it. Everyone's gonna see something different. One piece of information, one star sign, being seen and interpreted in a different way by all seven billion people on the planet. And that is the beauty of it. That is the way it is meant to be. So in your opinion, when it comes to people approaching astrology for the first time, what would you say your advice on the first step would be? Do your birth chart. And if you want to learn astrology, then go through it step by step. First, start by learning your signs, the ones that come up in your placements, your sun sign, your moon sign, your mercury sign. Same with the planetary placements. In order to learn how Uranus affects you, you must then figure out what Uranus is and how it affects everyone and what it does, right? So just go through it step by step by step. Through that process, you're going to learn. You're not just learning something that is just external and it's just facts to remember. You're learning something that is about yourself. It's worth, it's got a worth to it. So you just end up retaining the information more. And I think you can keep an open mind whenever you're researching this. It doesn't have to be towards a specific goal. That's not how astrology works. It's not towards a specific channel or node. That can help, but hopefully with astrology, learning it, you get more of a broader outlook. I know I certainly did. I think anybody who, you know, even started studying their birth chart or delving into astrology in any way would probably say the same thing. You go in with this very linear mindset. You already have preconceptions about it, and then those preconceptions are kind of have just eradicated within the sort of the first 10 minutes of learning because you're just like whoa this is there is so much more here than I thought there was this is it's almost mathematical it's science it is it's genuinely scientific every tiny detail has a different effect on every person it's just fantastic it's like being in a you know one of those artist classes where you like you know draw the bowl of fruit or the a still life study right and you have 20 people in the room and they're all looking at the same body it's the same body but because of how their mind interprets information because of what angle they're sitting at and which angle of the body they're looking at depending on how they interpret and draw their picture which medium they choose to draw every single picture is going to cut there is not going to be one single picture that has the exact same lines and the exact same image on it every single one is going to be different and that is our life our life is that canvas our life is us looking at the universe which is the still life that is the thing we're painting and we are interpreting it in our own unique way and then it gets expressed on the canvas in our own unique way now if we could harness the control of that process can you imagine the incredible paintings that we would paint we would all be freaking van gogh mm -hmm. every single one of us would be the most famous artist of our own lives and you can be a painter with it you can be a writer with it you can be a singer with you it you can be a comedian you could be a magician you could be a baker you could be a social media person you could be a, a cosplayer candle maker. a candle maker <laughs> cobbler <laughs> you could be 
anything. You don't even have to be a trade that even exists in the modern world. You can you can have that mm-hmm. uh, approach to astrology because astrology is one of those things that has been around since the beginning. Yes, yeah. I would. That's something I would like to point out is that astrology is one of those things that is so present that I could go and get on the bus right now, open the Metro newspaper, and there would be a whole section on horoscopes and all of the things. That is like hundreds and hundreds of years old and it's still just present as if it's just normal and there. Since the advent of the printing press and before that. That's just insane. (laughs) It's just kept going and going. It's resilient regardless of society's acceptance or non-acceptance in almost every society. I think everyone in the world has a version of horoscopes. If I was to say to them, in their language or in their cultural understanding, what is your star sign or something. They wouldn't know what, because everyone has their own version of it, right? I don't think anyone on the planet doesn't know what star signs are. Maybe maybe a handful, like some very, very remote people, but nobody doesn't know what horoscopes are. Nobody doesn't know what zodiac signs and, and star signs are. For something that is so discredited, and it's just there, it doesn't need to change. It doesn't need to do something new. It doesn't need to reinvent itself. It doesn't need to have a new brand or be keeping up with the times. Yeah, zodiac signs and Chinese New Year signs. You look at the zodiac and they're represented by animals and other symbols. It's a personification of mm-hmm. the self. Mm-hmm. It's a way to look at ourselves and not just write an essay on who you are, but rather to kind of look at the innate self. And it might be different than your sign initially suggests, but that does not necessarily mean that it's not your sign. There are many different placements within astrology and zodiacs. The aim of the game right, is to be able to answer the question, what is your favorite color? What is your spirit animal? What is your spiritual number? Or which thing do you resonate with the most? The aim of the answer to that question is to say everything. Every color is my favorite color. What kind of music? I like all kinds of music. What's your favorite spiritual? I am all of the animals. I can look at every animal and see myself in that animal. I can look at every plant and find something about that plant that's like, oh my gosh, that is so me. Everything is me. I am everything. I have no one specific label, box, distinction, delineation. I am everything. Everything is me. Which Harry Potter house are you? I'm every Harry Potter house. Which fantastical creature? I am every single one. I'm gonna be everyone. I'm not one or the other we are all of it that is literally the point that is the right answer and i have not even begun to delve into numerology and i already know that it is connected because i already feel the association i already feel the gravity they just go hand in hand it's all tools in the toolbox of life you are looking at the still life naked person which is the universe it's your life you interpret it and you have a toolbox to use science is one tool maths is another tool logic is another tool astrology is a tool birth charts is a tool Tarot is a tool, numerology is a tool, magic is a tool, music is a tool, movies are a tool, talking is a tool, cooking is a tool, everything is a tool. (laughs) For you to create something, it is all your paintbrush to paint your freaking life the way that you want it to look. So goddammit, pick up that Mm -hmm. paintbrush and start painting because your life is meant to be your beautiful life. And the closer you paint to your silhouette, the clearer your vision becomes. Exactly. The vision that you want to manifest. Yeah, just start painting. 
At first it's a little bit scary because you don't know where to start or you're worried you're gonna do something wrong. You're worried that the picture won't come out exactly as it is in your head. But if you just make a start, guess what? Just because it's not the perfect line the first time you draw the line does not mean it won't be the second time or the third time. You're gonna keep getting better and better and better and better until that picture looks exactly the way you want. It's so worth it. And if you can just get yourself to the point where you are in the zone, it's no longer worth painting this picture of life your beautiful life. You are just loving mm -hmm. the process of painting. The Krabby Patty. SpongeBob has a Krabby Patty and he loves making the Krabby Patty. It's not just about the Krabby Patty being finished. He loves making that Krabby Patty. The buns and then the patty and then the onions and the cheese and he tucks in the gherkins. When he tucks in the gherkins with the little slice of cheese and puts little smiley faces and then he kisses the Krabby Patty with a little love heart. That's why those Krabby Patties taste so damn good. Your life is meant to taste like a freaking Krabby Patty. It's meant to be imbued. Every single tiny little thing is meant to be imbued with love. And even with uh, all the love, your life is meant to be lived on your terms. The other example I can give is the Pope asking Michelangelo painting the Sistine Chapel, when are you going to finish with this? This has taken <laughs> weeks already. And uh, Michelangelo says, when I'm finished. When I'm finished. Exactly. I love how you interpret it that way with the Pope and Michelangelo. <laughs> and I interpret it with SpongeBob and a Krabby Patty. It's literally exactly the same message. Mm -hmm. The only person who can make Krabby Patties like that is Spongebob because of the way he does it. Like the Krabby Patty is finished when the Krabby Patty is finished. Up until that point, he is in the zone. That's where the enjoyment is, is the process of creating our perfect life. Not just in having our perfect life, but in painting the picture. Stamping your spirit on everything you set your hands and minds to. Yeah. Is it imbued with you? You, the listener. You specifically, individually. Did you do this thing to the most of your ability? Did you feel and experience this experience, this action, this thought, this speech? with everything that you possibly are? Did you make your Krabby Patty with all of the love that SpongeBob makes his? Because most of the time we don't. We're just thinking, we're unconsciously getting on with it. We're unconsciously acting, we're unconsciously going to work and watching our shows and blah, blah, blah. And we're not realizing that we're creating a Krabby Patty right now. We're just taking it for granted. Every second is a treasure. <laughs> Oh, and the more doing this podcast makes me realize it as well, because this whole process is us recording, but we're not really scripted or anything, you guys. It's just the two of us sort of generally sitting here and talking stuff out. And as we talk, everything is just coming through us like an antenna. Just us sitting down and turning on the laptop and hitting record opens up the channel. And we're now talking and having a discussion and understanding things in a way that maybe we didn't have just 40 minutes ago before we sat down. Which is why we think of it as a voyage, why we think of it as a journey. We're always hunting for that treasure of life. There is a nugget of enjoyment and life and understanding to be found in every single moment, experience, everything we watch, everything we listen to, every conversation we have, every person we meet, every food we eat, everything. I just, this, everything, <laughs> right? And I'm a pirate, so naturally I want all the booty, right? Yeah. Which means I'm gonna find the nugget in everything every we want to be. Little. Yep. <laughs> It'll be a huge, massive bounty, golden double doubloons of life, right? They won't be physical doubloons. I don't give a crap. Mine will be like spiritual, meaningful life doubloons. Just, oh my gosh. 
Like, I'm just so excited for my entire life to collect these golden doubloons. <laughs> and I hope at some point these keepsakes that we pass on will uh, be able to flourish in richer ways. If you take something from the message that we're trying to give each podcast, then you have your own doubloons. I mean, they just magically multiply. It's not even like real money where you have to work for it or whatever. You just kind of got to find out the message. Boom. You've got a golden nugget of life. <laughs> And then you'll have your own bounty, your own booty, your own swag. And we can all just be mystery pirates, constantly voyaging through adventure and experience. It's so worth it. So, guys, again, as usual, we thank you so much for tuning in and listening. And we hope you guys got something from it. Whether it was about astrology or it's just going to change the way you look at other things, doesn't even matter. If you got a nugget, you got a nugget. Run away with it, okay? Make sure that you leave us a good review. It's a great way to support the podcast right now and get it out to as many people as possible. Share it with your friends, etc. on whatever platform you're listening to. And, of course, you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram, The Mystery Pirates. And as always, thanks a lot. We'll see you next time. Bon voyage.